0: You've seen the movie Up, right, Mike? Yeah, of course. The Pixar classic with the horrifically upsetting opening beginning uh, and the flying house, all that kind of stuff.
1: That opening is a real tearjerker. I can't make it through it. Mm-hmm. It
0: just gets you. It's just like, oh, here's a Pixar movie. By the way, start crying. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> I do have my doubts about the physics behind a bunch of balloons that would have made Mr. Fredrickson's house fly like that. But I've often wondered what that many balloons would look like in real life. Thankfully, the internet can help us. It's time to take a trip to Cleveland, Ohio. That's where the internet is. (laughs) It's all there. It's where they keep it. Gotta also roll back the clock to 1986. Wow. When the United Way set a world record by releasing almost one and a half million balloons at once. It sounds so irresponsible. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, there you go. But it also
0: sounds a little bit beautiful, magical. You know, I can imagine it being quite a sight, and because you've picked this today, I am assuming almost Zeppelin-like
1: disaster. To be fair, two people did die, oh, and there were lawsuits seeking uh-huh. millions of dollars in damages, but we'll, we'll get to that later. There you go.
0: Okay. Thank you. Let's move on.
1: The event was coordinated by a company named Balloon Art. I wonder what sort of business they were in. Yeah. Led by a man named Treb Heening. Planning took over six months. A lot of balloons. So here's how it worked. A
0: three-story rectangular structure the size of a city block was erected in Cleveland's Public Square Park, which is the central plaza in the city's downtown core. The roof structure was, as you could probably imagine, a giant net.
1: This is a problem I never considered before reading about this, like... How do you hold a million and a half balloons in place? You you build a building. Build a big building, put a net on top of it, put the balloons inside. Cleveland's three tallest buildings, Key Tower, 200 Public Square, and the Terminal Tower, all face the square. Terminal Tower would be engulfed in balloons during the event as seen in TV footage. (laughs) We're going to get back to that footage in just a minute. Leading up to the event, 2,500 students and volunteers spent hours filling the balloons with helium. Their goal was to inflate 2 million balloons, but they ended up stopping at about 1.5 million. And because the event was a fundraiser, sponsorships were sold, $1 for every two balloons.
0: The main event itself was held on Saturday, September 27th, 1986. With bad weather coming, organizers decided on an early release of the balloons at about 1.50pm.
1: This episode of Ungenius is brought to you by ButcherBox, The folks who deliver thoughtfully sourced meat directly to your door. And right now they're offering juicy, grill-ready, 100% grass-fed beef burgers for free. So stick around to hear more about that. ButcherBox makes it easy to get high-quality meat that you can trust. Every month, ButcherBox delivers 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage-breed pork, and wild Alaskan salmon. Here's how it works. Every butcher box comes with at least nine to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individual meals. And you can choose between four different box types, including a custom box where you can choose exactly how much you need. Butcher box believes in a healthier food system where everyone has access to meat that's humanely raised and free of things like antibiotics and added hormones. And because butcher box works with a collection of ranches, they're able to cut out the grocery store middleman and pass those savings to you, my family has received several butcher boxes uh, over the over the last couple of years, and everything in it is simply great. Having fresh grass fed beef and steaks make burgers and grilling out uh, great. I know that what I am grilling and what I am feeding my family is top notch. You're going to be barbecue ready with this offer for twenty dollars off your first box and six burgers for free in every box all summer long until October fifteenth. Go to butcherbox.com/ungeniest or enter the code ungeniest at checkout. So go check it out: butcherbox.com/ungeniest or or enter the promo code ungeniest at checkout for twenty dollars off your first box and six burgers free all summer long. Our thanks to Butcherbox for their support of this show and Relay FM. So you've got to go watch the video. There's a video
0: in our show notes of the balloons being released. It is almost like a reverse mushroom cloud. Uh, it is incredible and terrifying, I think. It looks like something from a horror movie. Uh, Terminal Tower, which we mentioned earlier, is surrounded by balloons. It is like, engulfed uh, by balloons. And, and I think that it is a very very upsetting uh, sight
1: to see, honestly. It doesn't look good. This is something that you definitely need to go watch. Like, it's in the show notes. Go take some time and watch it. It's really incredible. But things go sideways. So when you talk about balloons and how they work, normally a helium-filled balloon released outdoors doesn't come back to Earth until it's fully deflated. So all the helium leaks out and then it comes back to the ground. However, due to the weather around Cleveland that fateful day, the balloons encountered rain and colder air once they were released from the net building. Which pushed the still inflated balloons back to the ground with some sixty per cent of them coming down on Lake Erie,
0: two fishermen, Raymond Broderick and Bernard Sotzer, had gone out on the lake the day before the event and were reported missing the day of the event. Rescuers spotted their sixteen foot boat, but it was empty.
1: The water was covered in what one official called an asteroid field of balloons making the job of search and rescue personnel much more difficult, as clearly seeing the surface of the water was next to impossible.
0: Rescuers had to give up. The crews had to just, they they couldn't find them. This is two days after the event. Uh, Then the men's bodies were washed ashore sometime
1: later. We should be clear that the balloons themselves didn't cause these men to go overboard, but it clearly impeded in, in their recovery, which perhaps cost them their lives. At least one court seemed to agree as the wife of one of the fishermen sued the United Way of Cleveland and Balloon Art for $3.2 million and later settled on undisclosed terms. Hmm. That's not good. It's terrible. Uh, there's uh, this documentary on it. Again, it's on the show notes uh, by Nathan Trusdell. If you see this, you can see like the rescue boat cutting through balloon capped waves. It's it's very odd. And it's really clear how it would be hard to spot somebody struggling in the water. But it wasn't just
0: the lake that was affected by the balloons. Some landed in a nearby pasture where Arabian horses were grazing. According to their owner, the animals suffered permanent injuries when they were spooked by the colorful debris. That horse owner also sued the United Way and settled.
1: The Cleveland Burke Lakefront Airport had to shut down a runway for 30 minutes while balloons were cleared, and many traffic accidents were reported across the city. There is some... Good news in all of this, though.
0: The 1988 copy of the Guinness Book of World Records recognized the event as the world's largest uh, ever mass balloon release, which is very specific, with 1,429,643 balloons recorded
1: as being launched. I'm not sure the record is worth all the trouble. No, not really. My thanks to Jeff, who was the first of many people to send this in. This has been a very popular request, so thank you, Jeff. If you want to learn more about it, and like, definitely hit the YouTube link and watch this video. Uh, those links are over on the website, relay.fm slash ungenius slash 84. While you're there, you can get in touch with an email and send us your own favorite weird Wikipedia topic, and it'll go on the list. Or you can do so on Twitter. You can find me there as ISMH, and you can follow Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E. And until our next helium-filled adventure, Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye. Adios.